Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Stick a Fork in It. I'm sure that you missed us last week. We certainly missed you guys. Um, we're back, and we're back with more information. Uh, we didn't want to overwhelm you. We've had kind of a lot of uh, representation in the news and everything lately, so I'll let Shannon kind of tell you about what we've been up to in the last uh, week or so. So, Shannon? It has been a really busy time for us. I don't know if you haven't heard the word feeding Tampa Bay, you must have been under a rock. Our team is so busy. We are out there in the 10 counties that we serve with programs, services, partners. Really the main focus and importance is getting food to our neighbors who are in need. You know, typically we um, serve 600,000 of, of our hungry neighbors. And because of unemployment and the pandemic, we're up to 1.3 million people who need us. So, you know, I'm kidding around that, you know, you hear feeding Tampa Bay everywhere, but the really important part of that and the reason why we're doing it is so people know where to find us, know where to find food, because of course we don't want anyone to go hungry. So with that being said, uh, Matt, please take it away and explain um, how many people we've actually touched, how many of our partners and how we actually make that possible in the past few weeks and why we've just been so busy. Yeah, Shannon, it's been amazing, really. I've, I'm so proud of our team because we've been able to uh, really jump into a couple of areas that are really, really deeply needy right now. And so uh, I think the best example is with our prepared meals program. We hit 250,000 prepared meals distributed to the community this week. A quarter million meals, it's kind of amazing. Uh, produced by either Trinity Cafe or one of our restaurant partner friends like the Carroll Hotel, uh, the Hangar Restaurant over in St. Pete, or Culinary Specialties or Amelie Arena, the team at Delaware North there. Um, We've produced an, an incredible amount of meals and gotten them all over the community. 250,000 is, is just a, an amazing number to think we built that from scratch in basically two months. Um, it's, it's really been a, a joy to see because we started off delivering to homebound seniors. You know, that, that was really the goal is we knew early on that seniors were going to be the most vulnerable, the least likely to be able to uh, go out and grab food for themselves like they normally do. They had their lives upended faster than everybody else because they just had to protect themselves. Right. And so we had the opportunity to take care of them. And we did that. And, and the really neat thing is that as the project has grown, we have seen so many more uh, organizations and groups reach out to us and say, hey, your meals are fantastic. We hear nothing but great reviews about how good the food is, about how your service is, how your team is super responsive. What about this group? You know, what about this organization? What about these kids? And we've been able to expand our deliveries to, um, you know, medically vulnerable children, whether that's through hospitals or other partnerships. We've been able to expand to uh, all sorts of different places, uh, migrant workers who, who are, you know, really struggling at the moment, all, you know, a ton of different groups. Uh, and that's how we get to a quarter million meals in less than two months. Um, and that project isn't going away. That's the great thing. You know, we, we found that we were able to meet a need uh, that's acute right now, but always exists. And so as a food bank, I think we'll learn from this and we'll learn how to incorporate it into what we do in normal times moving forward. Um, and, you know, it's one of those silver linings that we found here. 
the other project that hit a big number this past week was that um, our break spot meal program serving school age kids hit 200,000 meals delivered this week. So uh, across our 10 counties, we know there are a lot of kids who are not able to access those mass feeding sites that the districts have set up or, you know, just prefer uh, someplace a little closer to home. And so we've been able to set up break spots with partner agencies, doing it out in the community, been doing it with, uh, you know, after school programs that we partner with normally. And uh, we, We've served breakfast and lunch and, and fresh milk uh, with over 200,000 meals now. Wow. Yeah, that's really incredible. I, just the amount of ramping up that's happened in this short amount of time is just, uh, I don't think any of us knew that we were capable of doing something like this. <laughs> well, I think the coolest thing is when you add those meals together, um, I think since the beginning of the pandemic, Feeding Tampa Bay has um, prepared or given out 10 million meals, correct? So we've over 10 million, yeah, over 10 million meals uh, during the health crisis, which I think is bittersweet, of course, because uh, people have needed those 10 million meals, but we were able to provide that, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Matt. <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, the, the important thing I think to share with folks uh, about our work at the food bank is we know it's going to continue. Shannon mentioned earlier that the the number of food insecure basically more than doubled. We're up at 1.3 million, and, uh, and you know projects like Cereal for Summer and others are just going to be so important moving forward to have the community continue to respond. Those who are able to pitch in and those who are in need to reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and I think that. A lot of the people who have, you know, never experienced this before, you know, have uh, have gotten in touch with us during this time, and we've we've seen them face to face at our mega pantries that we've been holding on Saturdays at the Tropicana in Pinellas and at the uh, HCC Dale Mabry campus in Hillsboro. Um, and there's actually some exciting news surrounding mega pantries that Shannon, you might want to share with our listeners. We are. We're, I know as a team, we're really excited and we have partners that are excited as well that on this Tuesday, the 26th, we are um, starting our Manatee Mega Pantry um, at Florida College there in Bradenton. And uh, from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m., we're going to be there every Tuesday. And we're very excited to do that. And from there, we're going to expand um, other pantries in other counties. So if you've ever experienced um, a mega pantry, um, the need is great out in the community and it is just wonderful to be able to give the shelf-stable food, the fresh vegetables and fruits, and be able to take care of um, people in need um, for three or four days, maybe even a week, all depending on how large that family is. But it's a wonderful opportunity to touch a great number of people. You mentioned HCC. We see nearly 3,000 at that location. I think St. Pete, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's nearly 1,000, and we'll be preparing for 1,000 at Manatee beginning next Tuesday, the 26th. So we're really excited uh, to be able to reach out in a different and uh, mega way, if you will, into the counties that we serve. Yep, and Polk and Pasco, we're coming for yes. you next. So we are, we are, and we're we're really thrilled to be able to do that. And again, those volunteer opportunities, you need to go to feedingtampabay.org um, and look for those opportunities to volunteer. Yeah, because we need you. We need extra hands to to do all this good work. You know, huge shout out to our operations team for being able to 
plan and schedule and, and pack for all of those deliveries uh, to support thousands and thousands and thousands of folks around our community. Uh, but we need more hands. We need more folks stepping up, joining us for volunteer time at the mega pantries, coming to the warehouse, helping us get ready and pack those boxes for mega pantries. Uh, we, we have some awesome food. It's been really cool to see because we've had really good proteins. We have these really beautiful produce boxes coming in now that have fresh, really nice food that makes me a little jealous that I'm giving away instead of keeping for myself. Uh, <laughs> but it's really good stuff and uh, it takes a lot of hands to make that happen. It does. And then of course the shelf stable, which I know you guys mentioned cereal for summer. So we have been working with Channel 10 for, for years and years and years and it has been a really exciting opportunity. But with you know, COVID coming and changing lives for all of us, uh, it has moved to an online fundraiser. So it is a it is a virtual food drive now. You can go on and feeding Tampa Bay, we will maximize those dollars and we will make sure that kids have cereal for the summer. And, you know, think about it, guys. I mean, I know you have cereal for breakfast, but, you know, both of you, I know you get that milk and cereal in the middle of the night. Matt, what's your favorite cereal? In the life. What's your favorite cereal, Ev? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, you know, I got to tell you, I like Reese's. Mm. That's bad, right? <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, I'll lie, I'll lie and say Cheerios with nothing on it, right. but okay, Reese's. <laughs> or the Kellogg's with the strawberry. But, but anyway, so we'll make sure that that cereal gets to them. And we're just so grateful to uh, 10 News and, and or 10 Tampa Bay. They just rebranded. But um, we're really excited. And we need you guys to go on to feedingtampabay.org. We've got it right there, how you can help us with that virtual food drive. So let's get some cereal to the kids and uh, keep going with cereal for summer. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun one because it's one that people can really relate to, right? Everybody has a favorite cereal. We just went through ours. Mm -hmm. My uh, my youngest son is a Honey Nut Cheerio fanatic. He'll eat them all day long if I let him. He'd eat an entire box in a day if I'd let him. Uh, and, and it's just one that everybody can identify with. And everybody has their favorite. And, you know, the kids who we serve who are struggling are no different. You know, I, and I'd love to get them some Frosted Flakes or some Cinnamon Toast Crunch like Ev loves or whatever it is that's, that's their thing, you know, and, and this is, I, I think, one of those great ways that our team on the communications and PR and development side has done a fantastic job of identifying uh, the intersection between a community need and a uh, kind of a heartfelt opportunity for those who like to give, right? Because it's something that everybody can identify with. Yeah. So we want you guys to go get get after it, raise some funds to for us, so we can get some cereal to the kids. So. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, there's uh, there's always new opportunities and new information going up on our website at feedingtampabay.org and on our social media, which is at Feeding Tampa Bay on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. And uh, we will be back again next week with an exciting new guest, getting some insight into what else is going on in our community. And uh, we look forward to it and we look forward to talking to you guys again. So thank you, Matt, and thank you, Shannon. And I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, enjoy the weekend. You too. Stay safe, everybody. You can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org.
You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Beating Tampa Bay. Hey.